What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Her with Amina Brown. We deep in the summer streets right now. I hope y'all are too. We're in the time in Atlanta where it's starting to get uh, really, really hot down here. Summer, summer, summer time. Very hot down here. We've had a couple of kind of temperate days, but it is approaching that time when it's, it's two showers a day. If you can pull that off, it's probably two showers a day. If you went out, twice in the day it's very likely that might be a two shower situation like, we don't say hot lana but it's hot lana <sighs> that might be the only time that is allowed and i'm going to tell y'all i'm going to try to help y'all right now i feel like we've spoken about this on the podcast in the past but just don't say hot lana to anyone outside of a literal funny reference to how hot it is That's right. otherwise it's just, it it lets us know that you either haven't been here or you don't actually live here or, you know, it just lets people know some some things on your cool meter. If there's a cool meter, it lets people know. Also, Matt is here, y'all, hey, in the y'all. living room. This is a Road Stories episode. And thank y'all so much for listening in on our Road Stories series. We are winding it down. That doesn't mean it'll be the last time you hear Matt here in the living room. Maybe. But this will be the end of our road story series. And 
we thought it would be uh, really fitting for us to wind the series to its end by using this episode to discuss lodging. Lodging is important. That's a big part of the road. And uh, we'll have this episode and then next week we'll have our last episode, which is actually going to end on a really uh, positive and fun note. So I'm looking forward for y'all to hear that episode too. All right. Today we're talking about best and worst lodging. And let me tell y'all something. (laughs) When you're on the road, you are at the mercy of the people who book you. You are on... On the road, at the mercy of the people who booked you. You're at the mercy of the people who work at the places that the people who you are at the mercy of who booked you, who put you. (laughs) And you are at the mercy of uh, the transportation. And you're at the mercy of uh, complete strangers as you are traveling to the place to be lodged at the place that you're at the mercy of the person who booked you. There's a lot of... Mm, it's a lot of at the mercy and none of it is in a good way for the most part. I mean, I, I will say if I could overgeneralize for people who book you, they tend to fall in two categories, right? You either have category one, which is people who are like, they want the best for you. They want you to have the best hotel, their town, can give you. They want you to have the best food available to you. They really want to host you well and give you a great experience. And it's always wonderful when you get those people. Very nice. The other group of people are people who, and really on a level, it's like, I can't fault them for what I'm about to say. And on on another level, I completely fault them for what I'm about to say. (laughs) But Shade, no shade. Okay. It is is a combination of of shade and no shade. There is a little bit of shade here. Mm Mm-hmm. But the other group of people are people who are really just trying to get by here, okay? They are trying to get you the cheapest flight Mm -hmm. they can get you. They're trying to get you in the cheapest hotel they can get you. They're trying to get you to eat Mm -hmm. as cheaply as possible. Like, those people have no concern for what the rest of your experience is like. And the reasons why I, on one hand, can't fault them for that is... You know, Matt and I both have had experience planning events ourselves. And when you was working on an event yourself, especially on a limited budget, and Mm -hmm. you're trying to, like, bring in people that will give your attendees a good experience, that that is a hard job. Mm -hmm. It's a hard job. We've Mm -hmm. both been in that situation. People are expecting a lot. When they show up to your event, they are expecting a lot. You know, so you're, you're there just trying to juggle, like convince this person whose work you maybe really like or really respect to come to your small town, to come to your unknown event or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So you do what you can to meet their contract, Mm -hmm. their expectations, to Mm -hmm. meet the pay. But if you got enough money pulled together to pay them, you may not have had money to do the rest of it very well. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That is that is one thing that I would say uh, there are a lot of times it works out one way or another mm-hmm. where they're like we can't pay you a lot, but we can feed you good. Or here's this uh here's here's what we can pay you to do this. And you're like, oh word. And it's like, uh, but you on your own with everything else. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, it it is most times it works out one way or the other. Yeah. But then there's sometimes where it just ain't going to work out because, you know, and, and I get it. 
We both work with large events and sometimes inside of um, large systems or large companies or college systems or whatever it is. And there's a lot of moving parts. It's not just this person being like, I'm stingy today. You know what I mean? There's a lot of moving parts and they may not be thinking about you. I will say specifically on the DJ side of things, we're usually the last thing that most people are thinking about. Usually unless alcohol is being sold at this (laughs) event, people are not really thinking about the DJ. And then sometimes even when alcohol is being sold at the event, they're like, oh yeah, we got to entertain these people too. What is the cheapest way we can, or, you know, those kind of things. And so I, I get it, man. Like by the time somebody brings me in, I try to make myself real easy to work with. What, what are, what are we talking about? Like, tell, just go ahead and tell me everything up front. But I also understand that you may not think of everything. And so doing this after a while, we have learned, I've learned definitely from traveling with you that, hey, you might want to ask some questions. Oh, for sure. When I get there, is there going to be a sound system? Yikes. Yikes. Do I need to bring a sound system? When I get there, will there be equipment? Will there be a table for me to set up on? Um, will there be a place for me to sleep? Will there be food? Am I going to be fed? Not, <laughs> not just will there be food. Am I going to be fed is Am the question. Am I going to? Because there could be food. Do I get to eat the food? It might not be for you. That's Man, true. And That's I found true. out the hard way at an event that I went to where I thought they were sending us to eat the food because the spread was laid out. It was not in the general area. It was in what would have been the green room area. And uh, you stick that spoon into that, uh, whatever that special type of corn was and the beans and all the fixings and stuff. Boy, they came around that corner. It did not matter that I was about to hit that stage. They were like, that food is not for you. I think this is a this is a very important point, speaking of very important, because sometimes you come in as the artist, assuming that the artist would be included in the VIP. Mm-hmm. And you quickly discover that the VIP is not you, that <laughs> there's another category where they put you, but you ain't that, you ain't the VIP. Somebody I think- greeted you at the event, whoever your contact was for that day, and was like, we are so glad you are here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this. Mm-mm. The person who is at the VIP event that you're not supposed to be at, they are not also glad you're here. No, no, <laughs> they no. They are not impressed no. that you're there at all. Yeah. We also had to learn on a business level. So for those of you listening that are uh, freelancing, performing artists, or even if if like you perform as an artist, as a side gig, important things, there are things that we had to realize over the years that may have helped prevent some of these worst lodging mm-hmm. <laughs> situations we're going to get to here. Number one, we have talked about the fact that we travel to quite a few small towns. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, when you're not in a major town, you you may not have a super duper nice hotel to stay in. You may not have a direct flight that you can book to get there. True that. Or you may have to drive to get there, depending on the location. So sometimes it can work better in those situations to do a flat rate gig, mm-hmm. right? And so we had to discover this too, that sometimes you can be getting booked by a certain like organization or whatever company 
And they may have the money set up in a certain way that they can book everything for you separately. They can Mm -hmm. book your travel. They can book your lodging. They can pay your rate and possibly give you per diem. But sometimes you may have a gig that really they can't do that. They may not have the staff to actually like handle all those things for you. So they may say, this is me making up like, you know, not real numbers all the way, but could be real. But let's say you get booked and you say your rate is $5,000. You, you're you going to get paid $5,000 to go in and do whatever your performance is. And then on top of that, you're asking the organization to book two flights for you so that you and whoever you're traveling person is can travel there. They're going to book lodging for you. They're going to book, you know, whatever your food situation is. Okay. But every now and then they might be like, we don't have the budget or staffing to handle you sending us back all those receipts Mm -hmm. and reimbursing you and all the things. They may say, can you do the gig all in Mm -hmm. at Mm $7,000? Then it's up to you to decide. Now you have $2,000. First of all, it will be up to you to decide, have you calculated correctly? (laughs) Because this also happens. Have you calculated correctly the cost mm-hmm. of what it would take to travel there, mm-hmm. of how much food is going to cost you per mm-hmm. day, and lodging, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes they would say seven thousand all in, and I would be so happy to see seven thousand dollars. I would say yes, and then discover that it's too far to drive, mm-hmm. and that the flights are going to be six hundred dollars to get there yep. because of the location being kind of like not in a hub or something. So now I'm twelve hundred in on flights. Now I got to decide what kind of hotel (laughs) am I going to stay in and what am I going to eat for the rest of that? Now, of course, there are a lot of like budget ways you can handle this. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some friends who travel that'll be like, we don't really eat out on the road. Mm -hmm. We pick the type of hotel that has some something of a kitchen or we don't do hotels at all. Mm -hmm. We do Airbnbs or Verbo or whatever we need to do there. We do. Do not make that pizza that's supposed to no. Do not do that. Mm-mm. That's supposed to be made in an oven. Do not put that in your microwave. Do not put that in the microwave because I will tell y'all that that ends Run very badly. That episode back. Mm-hmm. You ain't saving money that way. Probably. That ends very badly. But as far as people who like to cook on the road, people yeah. who are like, I'm gonna get fruits, veggies. I'm gonna have oatmeal, or eggs, or whatever. I'm gonna make it myself. Like there are budget ways to handle this. I ca- I carry a travel grinder mm-hmm. because I'm about that with my coffee. I'm gonna be grinding. I got the hand crank in there in the mornings, grinding my coffee beans, making my pour over. Yeah. We are also people that will that will pull off to a convenience store or a drugstore or wherever we need to go and get jugs of water and we bring like our water bottles with us so we can just refill water. You do all sorts of things. But sometimes it's easier on you if you can do a gig all in. If you're Mm -hmm. in a situation where you're feeling a little questionable about if the people who booked you are going to take good care of you, then they've given you the money so that you can handle all of those arrangements yourself. So then in that sense, if you end up in a hotel you hate, you just have to take responsibility for it at that point. You can't say, ah, they booked me in a hotel I don't like. So that's a little tip for my artists listening. Sometimes you can go all in on a gig. We have some friends, especially our friends who are trying to build their music careers, their bands. They do all sorts of stuff to save money. Boy, They'll, instead of doing a tour bus, they'll do a 15-passenger van. 
mm-hmm. and people just sleep on that while they drive overnight. Taking they don't turns. fly anywhere. Mm-mm. They drive every place because gas and a van would be cheaper than flying six people wherever. Yep. You do all sorts of things. And then, of course, you you hope you get to a certain point in your career where people have like respect for the career that you've built mm-hmm. and they are like, yo, it's important enough to us to do these things. Like Janet Jackson, obviously, is not out here having <laughs> to be like, oh gosh, I got to figure out how to book my own hotel and make sure it's not a motel with the doors out front. Could you imagine getting that phone call? Like, nah, son, you pranking me. Hang up. Period. Like, Janet Jackson is at a level where it's like, it's all VIP for her. Yeah. For Beyonce, they, for artists like that. They've got that worked out by now. But even for indie artists, you can get to a point where you get to that level in your career. But until you do, mm-hmm. you work with what you got. Okay. Work with what you um, got. We're going to start with worst lodging. Might as well start This there. is, I feel like, I wish we had, um like, an award name. Like, wish we had, like, the Lodgies. <laughs> <laughs> you, Lodgy, are the bottom. Instead of like the Emmys or the Grammys, I wish we had now like presenting a for best bottom logic. Yeah, because like, <laughs> don't they give what what do they call? I think they give like a worst. Is there? I think it's like the Razzies is like the movies oh, that are I the worst. Right, yeah. I think so. It would be dope if we could have that for gigs where it would be like these were the best gigs and these <laughs> guys were the worst. So worst logic, worst logic number worst one logi. goes to. Summer camps. And we talked a little <laughs> bit about summer camps in the past. I want y'all to know that we 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 know lots of artists that travel, okay? We have seen on social media our artist friends getting booked for summer camps, mm-hmm. sleeping on blow-up mattresses Boy. in a gym. I've done it. Okay? I've like, done it. summer camp, the people who plan a summer camp have so much shit on their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, you being a VIP is not nah, one of them. That is number not one. A value. Um, it's number not a value two. Aspect. Number two. The thing about a summer camp also is that, except for the one rich kids camp that we was telling y'all about, mm-hmm. um, except for that, these are always in very little bitty towns. Yeah, these are in little bitty towns where you got two and a possible hotel choices. Two and a possible. And one of those possible hotel choices has the doors on the outside. And I mean, you're like... Do you like the doors on the outside? I, y'all, that's one of my rules. Like, my, I'm sure my writer, my writer might literally say, we talking about a hotel where the doors are not on the outside. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Yeah, I I can't I can't stand for the doors to be on the outside, guys. I really need I really I really enjoy a building. I really enjoy a building where the rooms you walk into the building and all of the rooms are indoors. I don't I don't actually know if it really equals more safety, but it's just the mental of me thinking that it does. So, I want y'all to know that we did a summer camp <laughs> in I feel like it was like Kentucky, Ohio area. And it was one of those times where, you know, we're juggling a lot of things with these gigs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're like getting back from a gig. You get home just in time to like throw your dirty clothes out of the luggage, throw some other clothes in there and like ride out. Sometimes you're going from gig to gig. And I don't remember what happened here. I just remember that we ended up having to get there very late. Mm -hmm. It was dark. It was like, Nine or ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you another thing about a summer camp, especially um, church summer camps, mm-hmm. is that they are mostly being run by college students, <laughs> and a college student's Our team level. Is so young. Oh, okay. We try to it tell is y'all. So cool. Like a college student's level of understanding of what it's like to be grown is very limited. Mm-hmm. They have small amounts, but it's very limited, and mainly because a lot of college students haven't really experienced what it feels like to be bone tired. Um, They've been tired. They have some all-nighters, some of them. Mm -hmm. But they haven't experienced what it's like to be bone tired like you can be Mm. when you you hit your 30s and your 40s. So the I'm idea trying to that travel can wear you out. Mm-hmm. That didn't kick in until I was in my, well into my 30s, I would say. I, I'm probably 30, mid-30s where I started realizing, why am I so tired? Whew. Just the travel, not travel? even just the event itself. It's just the getting there. Did it used to? It didn't used to what wear you out. Yeah. So we get there. It's night. Okay. We get there. We do talk to the adult in charge because the adult in charge had to hand us our check, and mm-hmm. I think they had to hand us like money for per diem so mm-hmm. that we would have money for food. And then they were like, these two, and there's normally a term for these people, the college students. They're, they're camp counselors, they're interns. Mm-hmm. If it's a very, you know, scholarly situation, mm. maybe they say they're fellows, mm. whatever this is, they have a term I for them. I never know what that means. They they gonna send you with them. They're like, they're gonna show you where your where your lodging's gonna be. Okay, so for those of you that aren't familiar with how Christian colleges work, first of all, 
There's a lot about that that we don't have time in this episode to explain. I'm not sure myself. There's a lot about that that we can't talk about in this episode. But, okay, suffice it to say, there's a split on most uh, Christian college campuses between married housing Mm -hmm. and housing for the people that is not married. Mm -hmm. Okay? And typically the married housing be a little nicer than the single housing. That's true. That's true. So a lot of these summer camps will be hosted on the campuses of Christian colleges. That has been the experience. And we are being now ushered over to what is the married housing for Ooh. this particular campus. And they tell you, like, we, we put you up in married housing. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. We married. The way they said it to us was very like we were about to experience something that was so special. And y'all, when you walk into this um, building that looks like a cabin, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. uh, we walk in and there is a television on the wall, I remember. Okay. Uh, I remember that some of the windows did not have coverings at all. I... I remember several situations like this. The one that's in my mind, there was like a TV that wasn't mounted on the wall. That's the one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was like a random dresser. That's That it. was sitting in the room. That's it. And the TV was on top of a dresser. Mm-hmm. But that dresser might have been one of the only pieces of... I don't remember there being anything to sit on in that room. That's true. There was just a TV that I'm not sure was plugged into anything. Mm -hmm. It might have had like a DVD player sitting beside it. I I don't all the way remember, but I remember being like, huh, you decorated. (laughs) (laughs) For us? Then. Married housing. I remember the bathroom window did have blinds on it, but the blinds were kind of diagonal across the window. So if you. But it's blinding. But okay, because like if you were in there to take a shower, like somebody walked by, that's you naked. You like get that show. Yeah. Okay. So then naked we go into what's supposed to be the bedroom. Um, I want you to know that I'm doing my mom's version of air quotes, <laughs> and when my mom does air quotes about something, it means um she is disgusted about whatever the situation is, and the the small amount of movement of her fingers is, is an indication letting you know of how much shade yeah. is about to happen here. How, how phony she feels you are mm-hmm. at this moment. Yeah. So I want you to know I'm doing my mom's very minimal <laughs> fingers here, very minimal air quotes to let y'all know that we went to the bedroom. Okay. Okay. And we get in there and I'm pretty sure the bedroom either had only one window or if it had two windows, one of the windows had nothing on no it. No covering at all. And there were two beds that Matt and I are grown enough to know were bunk beds. Yeah. But they were just not on top of each other. Right. They were just bunk beds that had been put side on the same side. same level side by side. So <laughs> we asked one of the college student intern fellows, we asked them, is there other married housing that has one bed? And those kids looked at us and said, oh, no, you just push these together. (laughs) Y'all, I just. Mm. And Matt and I, Matt is over six feet. I'm almost six feet tall myself. close. So these twin bunk beds (laughs) that were made for children, like, 
it's not just a question of if it's wide enough. It's yeah. also a question it of because enough? it's a bunk bed, it had like the frame around. That's right. So it's not just is it wide enough. It's not it's, like your feet could even hang over. No. You just ain't stretching all the way out. Mm-mm. You you really going to be like pulling them knees together. <laughs> so at that point, we have to make a decision. And we decided based on where we felt we could handle it mm-hmm. to go on and get that reservation at the Country Inn and Suites. Let's go and do it. Which was the equivalent of having anything close to a Holiday Inn in that area. Right. So, Yeah. Mm-mm. You you do have to. Uh, I I think that like, you know, you go you go out on your first trip, and you're like, huh, that's a story from the road. What an adventure! <laughs> you go on your second, your third. You know, you get out there a little bit, and you're like, you're still just happy that oh my gosh, I'm getting to do this, and I'm getting to see all these cool parts of the country, and honestly, the experiences that you get to have with people, and you have these moments with people, and you, as a performer, that you know. This thing I just did, it worked in this town. And then also worked in this town. And those people really loved it. This is great. And then you uh, get on the road a little bit more. And then you get a little older. And you're like, what am I willing to put up with? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I understand that you got a lot going on. But I've got me going on. (laughs) (laughs) And there is going to be a moment that the lights come on and the sound is up. And I got to do my thing. At what at what capacity do I need to be in order to do my thing? What does it require? What do I need? I think that's maybe that's an interesting question, though. You know, what I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I ever had thought as much about, you know, growing up and, you know, you grow up in a family that's figuring it out. And then you get out on your own and you figure it out. And all of a sudden you start realizing Something here has got me bothered. I don't feel good. I'm tired. I got to get them performing. Then you start, oh, it's because I'm a person. That part. I have needs. That what part. do I need? Yeah. You know? And so you get out there and be like, you know what? I know uh, this is going to eat into my bottom line, but I need to be able to sleep. Right. I need to be well rested. You brought me here to put on a show, Mm -hmm. but you didn't put no curtains on these windows. (laughs) And that is not the show I think you want me to put on. So I'm going to need a place to stay where there's a bed that fits the people who are going to be in it and curtains on the windows. And just privacy. Wow. Mm. You know, just want... A little privacy, y'all. That's that's all. <laughs> that's all. So I do think, and I also think a part of it is like when you're first starting out, all of your travel gig experiences are these one-offs that mm-hmm. you're doing, uh, especially if you're still like working, like you say, you have your day job and then mm-hmm. you're doing gigs on the side. Like I could be, at that time, I could be a little more like lenient or kind of lax about yeah. certain things because first of all, I'm working a job I don't like. 
so that I can do this thing on the side. So I'd be like, cool, whatever this hotel is, I'm just happy to be here, you know, they and got not cable. I ain't got cable at the house. Boy, they got Wi-Fi. Yes. <laughs> you know, all those Somebody things. Somebody else making the bed. And not that you lose like the gratitude for what you're doing right. when you become full time because right. you're still I mean, even after all these years, there's still a part of me as an artist that's just like, somebody wants to pay me $5? Now, my second thought has to be like, now, girl, we're not taking $5 for things. Okay. But there's still a part of you as an artist that's just like- You a $5 bill. Oh, my gosh. Somebody is like excited. Yeah. Like somebody's asked me to like perform at this, you know? But after you start doing this as a job, you're, what you're trying to give yourself is optimal conditions mm-hmm. so that you can give the people what they paid for. And sometimes people are paying you to do a gig and it's not occurring to them the other stuff you might need. It's like it's mm-hmm. almost like if you are a graphic designer and people are thinking like, well, I should just pay you by the hour mm-hmm. for however long it takes you to design. Yeah. But it's not that you're paying for the hours of design. You're paying for that person's training, education. You're paying for the experience that they've learned over the years, which enables them to make your logo or whatever graphic design you've asked for enables them to make it Mm -hmm. within a certain amount of time because it doesn't take them years to make it because of their expertise. And sometimes as creative people, we're not we're not adding that in. And sometimes the people who have the budget are not adding that in. So they're like, I pay you $5,000. That should be enough. And you're like, but you're also paying me that money to leave my home. Mm -hmm. You're paying me to come and do something that I've been doing for over at least one decade by that time. You know? So there's a lot that like goes into that, that you don't always consider for yourself as an artist, like you were saying, babe. Because I think in line with what you're saying, it's like you are being booked to do a thing, and the thing may only take up this amount of time. Let's say if you know if you're hitting the stage for an hour, and this event itself is only a three four hour event, you know, or I'm hitting the stage. If it's a conference, I may be doing an hour um, three or four times throughout the day. And be like, well, you just did three hours of work for that much money. Like in my brain, in my, you know, go to my job, clock in and clock out. Like I only worked for this amount of time. Then you realize, oh, wait, I had to get up, go find a place to park for my car, park my car. Or I had to get up and uh, get a you know, uh, Uber, Lyft, whatever you use. Also, all this gear I'm carrying it. Right. Renting it. Right. When I get there, am I bringing, am I bringing mine? That means that TSA is going to go through it and my stuff's probably, something's going to be broken by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm having to perform on broken equipment or I had to go to a place and hope they're reputable with what I'm renting. I'm going right. to rent it and it's going to be raggedy because the DJ before me does not care about other people's belongings or right. whatever it may be. And so you do all that and then it's like, okay, then I also have to get to the hotel. Um, we try to fly in the night before. Right. That way you don't have to travel and then immediately jump up on stage. So we fly in the night before, which in order to save money on flights, you fly at a certain time. 
By the time you get there in that small town, probably all the restaurants are going to be closed. Mm -hmm. Where am I now going to eat? I have to figure out something because there wasn't good food on the plane. There wasn't good food in the airport. So now I have to drive a couple towns over right. to hope that I can find a Waffle House or something open or something that works within whatever the dietary thing that you're trying to live your life and mm -hmm. be a you know, well-maintained adult, you know? Right. And then... I got to get up in the morning, figure out breakfast, figure out how to get there, sound check. Sound check is never going to go the way they said sound check's going to go. No. Because again, you have all these moving pieces mm -hmm. and I get it. You've got all these moving pieces. So it's going to be a lot of hurry up and wait. So by the time you actually hit the stage, you have now had to work all of this just to get there and you're not even done yet. Yeah, that's that's a lot. It's a lot to consider. And this brings me to our next worst logi, <laughs> which is the fact that I need a graphic designer to like come up with the logi what what the logi award would look like. Yeah, that's we do need to we do, we do do like a like a like a mock up so yeah. that we can have an idea about this. But my second worst logi goes to every hotel room that had gurgling heat and AC. And here's man, the thing. Man. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the unfortunate thing, people. Man. You could do a thousand things of pre-planning, okay? You could do the all-in gig where you booked the hotel yourself. You checked the reviews. You looked into all these things. You could get booked by a company or an organization that really wanted to take good care yeah. of the artists and speakers All and of the above. put you in like a really nice hotel. But I'm going to tell you what, you going to come across some gurgling, <laughs> rattling heat and AC in a hotel. And I'm going to tell you what else gurgles and rattles is a refrigerator. Yes, it does. In a hotel room, people. That refrigerator that like you hear it when it kicks in there. <laughs> 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 y'all yikes and we've been doing this for a while mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. and so we were traveling at a time before it was like these cute little airpod pros that fit in your ear without cables that you can put like some noise canceling on or something like even you sleep in those over the yeah. ear bose headphones yeah bose if you want to send us a pair they work bose, we good. would love to see it. i know you're listening mm -hmm. um but we come from, we were doing this in a time before any of that where there was all these, you couldn't roll over because there's a cable attached to something and it, you just, it's just you and the noise in the room. That's it. And ain't no sleep. And, and, and whatever sleep you don't get in this town. Boy. Now you have to take that into the next town. Yikes. No. So even if it was well-meaning people who put you in this hotel, but that hotel got that. You, they put you by the ice machine, <laughs> or they put you by the elevator, so that now, 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 I I need to bring an honorable mention of worst logi is boy, when boy. you stay in the host hotel at a youth event. Man, yikes! Because now you are in the hotel, and the moment you get into a good sleep is when the students are coming back from whatever activity they went to do. And you listening to them in the hotel, running around in the halls. I mean, th these are things that are inevitable at a youth event. But when you're staying at the host hotel, I'm telling you, 
you can't control these factors right here. Let me tell you the worst kind of those hotels. Now, if we're breaking it down to a subgenre of the lodges, it's the hotel that it's a really tall hotel. That's it. I know the one you're talking about. But in the the center of the, all the rooms are around the outside, mm-hmm. but in the center is just a big open space. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're on the 16th, 18th, 20th floor. You're looking all the way down at the bottom. And it's just a big open corridor so that sound can just echo, oh. echo all the way. And other people's children running wild. All the way. They are, they are unfortunately all the way turned up at a time that you would like to be all the way turned down. And when you are at the event to be the DJ, you got to be the cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're mm-hmm. here to turn the party up. It's partially my fault <laughs> that they're running wild. It's kind of on me. So it feels hypocritical for me to go down to the hallway and be like, would you hold it down? I'm trying to sleep. And that's the thing. Let's life, act like adults. Life comes at you fast because, you know, you had a time that you were in high school. Even even some of the, like, college conferences we may have gone to in your early 20s. Like, yep. you had a time that you were walking up in a hotel in the middle of the night just keeping a racket. Cracking jokes and And had night. some person, you know open their door and look out into the hall and say, be quiet. We're in here trying to sleep with their sponge rollers and whatever like old stuff you thought that person was about. When you realize that that person is you (laughs) in the hotel, when those kids go running by, like when I really wanted to open up my hotel and be like, y'all gonna stop keeping that noise out here. And I was like, wow, (laughs) I really turned into somebody's grandma like so quickly. Okay. Our last worst oh, lodgy. Okay. I want to speak about a Murphy bed. <laughs> I, I I want us to speak about being booked for a leadership event. Man. And I'm still not sure how this happened. I I'm still tell you. unsure how this happened, but we were booked for a leadership event. Now, now that I think about it, if I understand the mechanisms of event booking. I think what happened is, okay, let me describe to y'all what Matt and I discovered when we walk into this, what what we thought was a traditional hotel room. So we were booked for a leadership event and fly into the thing. This is at what I would probably say what would be considered a three and a half or four star kind Mm -hmm. of hotel, probably like a four star hotel, but older, right? But you got all these different leadership people coming in from all across the country. So we go in. I, f- I feel like because of how we traveled in, I think it was like we traveled in and had not been in the room that whole day, hadn't checked in. It was like we traveled in and everything just went to running. Like I think we rehearsals and sound check yep. and everything, did the whole event and then got back to the room. So y'all, you know, we got our hotel keys, puts our hotel key in the door, walks in and like, we know we're in a hotel room, y'all, but there's no bed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know how when you're in a hotel, they have, like, the door that could be on the side? Like, we opened that door, actually, because we thought, oh, maybe it's a suite. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, but those doors went into the rooms next door. Right. So then we're standing there, like, did they really, like, did they really give us a room with no bed? And this this is two people who, at this point, are very, very tired. Like, Man. it's been... We've, we've already done... A long day. Traveled. Did the gig all in one day. We don't. We try our best not to do that no more. Yeah, because of this reason. This is, this is one of those right times. here because yep. of this worst lodgy yep. award. 
So we call downstairs thinking maybe they put us in the wrong room. Surely. So we're like, hey, we think we're going to need to move rooms because we're in a room that doesn't have a bed. The person at the front desk was like, oh, no, there's a bed in there. It's a Murphy bed. I want to tell y'all right now, as a grown person in my (laughs) 30s, that I don't think I knew what a Murphy bed was for real. Like, I knew that you could have a bed because I saw it in like sitcoms in New York that you Mm -hmm. could have a bed that you could put up into the wall. I saw it on the Three Stooges. That's and then you pull it down. My reference point, yeah. Okay, I you understood that. You in a like situation where you on the, like started from the bottom. Like, mm-hmm. I I really only knew, and I, I didn't know the term for it. I just knew uh-huh. that bed existed. I just assumed like, it's a New York, Boston. It's like a Northeast. Whoever Murphy thing. is, based <laughs> upon his bed, I don't, I don't think it was a compliment. I think the same person that came up with Murphy's Law or that Ooh. Murphy's Law is named after, I think that person also is in relation to the Murphy bed. I think that's the thing. So Well, we know we, it wasn't Murphy Brown. No. Because she was handling stuff. I enjoyed Murphy Brown. She was handling things. two Murphys that I don't really <laughs> rock with is Murphy's Law okay. and a Murphy bed. Okay. Eddie Murphy, I rock with. Murphy Brown, love to see it. Smurfy's dance, but that's Smurf. Never mind. That's that's, that's different. Hip hop song. But Murphy's Law and Murphy Beds, yikes. Okay, so we finally find the little latch where you're supposed to pull this bed down. <laughs> and there's a lot of questions regarding a Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. And one of them is do you know when the last time was the sheets were changed? Oh, because it unfolded with sheets. Unraveled. It wasn't even made. Mm-hmm. It was just like, and now, now that I think back on this, the reason why this organization gets a worse lodgy. Now that I think back on this, I think what happened is they forgot, mm-hmm. and I think they had that room that they had been using because the conference had been going on for a couple of days, mm-hmm. and sometimes people who are like the the organization leaders or they'll have a couple of suites so that they can have meetings mm-hmm. or a little meet and greets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because the room also had a very long farm table. It did. Like, where you could, like, uh, like long enough that you could probably seat eight people at it. That's how big the table was. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure that they were using this room for meetings and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And they got to the end of the day, and we were like, yeah, great. Glad the gig went well. We haven't had a chance to check into our hotel. And they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> we forgot to book. So, so, go, go get the keys for the car. Get the Have keys we for got me. a room for you. Worst Lodgy Award. Matter of fact, one day you're going to be doing a podcast. Murphy Ben. And it's going to be a great story to tell. Yikes. If, also, if I remember, I know somebody knew that. First of all, I think what you're saying is correct. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely right. And if I remember correctly, the hotel, because it wasn't a bad hotel. It was a nicer yeah. hotel. Yeah, yeah. And they sent like a cheese plate. That's right. They, they sent us a cheese plate because they knew they they knew it wasn't cool. They knew this situation was not. They knew it was terrible above board. They was being foul. Mm-hmm. And so, but you want some cheese? <laughs> I was like, I really want a different room, but we could not get that going. Nah. So we had to make it work in that Murphy bed. I can't remember if we. I can't remember if we ended up getting them to bring us new sheets and we made the bed. Y'all, like all of that is like fuzzy now mm. because we were so tired. But worst, worst Lodgy Awards go to You Can Push the Beds Together. No, we cannot. 
Worst Lodgy <laughs> for all of the gurgling heat, worst AC, lodgy. and refrigerators. Worst Lodgy. Worst Lodgy. To the Murphy bed. Okay, now, I'm not going to end y'all on a worst note. No. Because we have had some best Lodgy awards that deserve to be given out. Lives are full of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And when you're down, hopefully you end up back up again. Mm-hmm. So... I want to give a Best Lodgy Award to the New York hotel that we stayed at where we actually could see the Statue of Liberty from our window. Man. Man. (sighs) That view, incredible. I would also like to give a Best Lodgy Award to the hotel where we stayed at where we could see down into the Cardinals baseball stadium. I remember this one very specifically. Definitely. Because... We had been on a string of of mid to worst Lodgy Award mm-hmm. situations. And every now and then it would happen where you'd get a really great mm-hmm. lodging setup. And so we put the keys in. This hotel's very nice. Mm-hmm. Four-star, yeah. fairly new hotel, very nice. We put our keys in the door and walk in and we're like, oh, this is nice. And then we like put our stuff down and walk around the corner. We're like, wait, there's more. There's more. So it was like a big old suite. I remember it had two bathrooms mm-hmm. in, in the same suite. To some of y'all, you're going to be like, yeah, that's standard for the hotels I stay in. It is not it is standard, standard. No. to us, okay? Nope. Two hotel bathrooms listen, in one room? When when you, we're at the house, there's two of us here. So nobody ever has to wait to use the restroom. You do you handle your business, whatever you're going to do in there. But when we're on the road, it's like, Oh yeah, I got. But you know what? No, no, you go first. We we, we take that turn. No, no, no. I think I think I'm good. You, I think you really gotta go. So you go. But that one had two. Boy, what? I'm talking about Matt and I ran around like the two Pentecostal raised <laughs> children we are. Do, 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 ran do, around do, 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 like we was shouting do, 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 do. inside of that hotel room. It was so amazing. When you end up in a getting lucky to have a really nice hotel. You can pull up Yelp and find restaurants that meet all your dietary needs, all of everything. And it's all within walking distance. And you're like, this, I could live my life like this. Like, this is great. You walk out and sure, you may learn the hard way in Chicago. That's not Illuminati's pizza. <laughs> when you ask the, the man at the door and he's like, sir, that Ooh. is Lou. Malnati's pizza, but you're in a nice hotel where they will break stuff down to you and be like, also, you make this left, this left down there, and you're going to get there. Would you like a car service? Mm -hmm. No, I would like to walk. But that, I think that is also the benefit of like, number one, you don't have to push your beds together. Number two, there's a working shower that that probably does it. A working shower. (laughs) My God. The water, Mm -hmm. the water's not rising in the tub and you're like, let me shower quick because uh, we about to overflow. Things are just working the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's peaceful. And then also there are amenities around you. And that is like also the thing that's like, okay, I've had a string of like four stinkers of hotels. Like the Lodgy list is growing. (laughs) And then you get to that one, you're like, you know what? I can I could do this. I can keep doing it. It's this. like you get a chance to like really I think honestly you get a chance to live the life that for a long time some of our friends and family thought we were living. Yeah, like every people, now and then. They're assuming 
you're on the like if they've been on a vacation where they stayed at like an all inclusive resort oh, or they stayed at a really nice property they are assuming that when we're on the road, it's us performing, just staying in hotels like that. Every now and then you get to the airport and it's the car service. Woo, my God. And mm. the person's holding the iPad with your name on it or the list or the the document that, that, that's holding the sign that's got your name on it. And you're like, oh, this trip's going to be all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the one before it and probably the one after it, you're going to pay. You're going to pay them dues one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these these best Lodgy Awards is what people think it's like yeah. when you're on the road. And the road is mostly not like that. <laughs> but every now and then you get one that you're like, ooh, I get to actually like maybe have nice room service. Like we would have every now and then if we got in a really nice hotel like that, if it was an organization or a company that booked us, they would be like, just you know, order whatever you want to eat. You know, we we we're not gonna do per diem, but Whatever you want to eat, just charge it to the room. Just charge it to the room. And our, their Ooh. card is the card on file. Not, not us turning into Macaulay Culkin in this. That was in the second Home Alone when he was Home Alone in New York. Man, like we would just run, run it up. Whatever they had on the menu, I wanted to try. They have two cheesecakes. Yes. Side note: <laughs> If you are a young artist listening to this, and you're like taking notes of what to do and what not to do or whether or not it's worth it to keep doing this or not. It is. Keep going. But one thing we definitely learned the hard way as two people who were building their credit when we first started doing this and didn't have good credit, so we didn't have credit cards. Right. So when you go into a town, whatever type of hotel they've booked you at, they're going to want your card Mm -hmm. when you get there Mm -hmm. for incidentals. Mm -hmm. For if you break something, for whatever you charge to the room. And so if you go in there with your debit card, depending on the hotel, they are going to put a hold on your card. And depending on your financial situation as a up and coming artist who might have just quit your day job and are trying to do this thing and you got that one gig and you hope you're going to get that next gig and you like, ah, my bank account though, uh, if you can. Get yourself a credit card because that's really going to help you. If you can't, be aware. Yeah, for sure. For sure. that shock. When when you're having that shocking moment standing in front of the person on the other side of the desk at the hotel, it's now too late. You got got to stay somewhere. And it's, I know for me, embarrassing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's humiliating. You are like, you you know, you deal with yourself at that moment. But like, I'm just saying, be, if you can, get you a credit card. If you can't, be aware and think think ahead. Right. No, that's a great point, babe. Because you, I I would like to also give an honorable mention, Worst Lodgy, to the organizations who inevitably forget to sign the authorization form so that the hotel can be charged to their cards. And you talking about getting into a hotel at 11 p.m. after flight delays and whatever happened to you that you got in so late, you're tired, you got sound checks sometimes at 7.30 the next morning. Mm. 
and you get in there and you're like, yes, I'm checking in. They're like, okay, we just need a card on, we need a card on file. No, it should be paid for through, and you say the name of the organization. Oh, looks like they didn't sign an authorization form. And you try to call this person mm. at 11 o'clock at night and can't get them. So now your choice is, are you just going to sit there in the hotel lobby until this person wakes up? in the morning to get your message or are you going to have to use your business credit card or heaven help you the business checking account which is a situation we were in a lot of times or your personal if you don't have your if you don't have a business right. checking yeah then Ooh. like now you have to give them your debit card and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if the next day the organization's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got it all taken care of. Now the hold is there. Mm -hmm. And now the hold won't be released for a certain number of business mm -hmm. days. And do they care about the bills you have due in between the business mm -hmm. days? Do not. So it's that was business. a thing we had to learn until we were able to get a credit card for yep. the business. What we ended up having to do was keep a certain amount of cash cushion in our business checking mm -hmm. so that if this type of situation happened, it wasn't like holding up all the money. But mm, y'all, I'm going to tell you, there, there's some hurt feelings, some tears wanted to be shed regarding the hold on that and rental cars. Yikes. Mm. <sighs> Please. Also, as our last best Lodgy Award, I want to give a shout out to the hotel that I stayed in in LA for Makers. In Ooh. 2020, which was a month before the pandemic, y'all, before the pandemic tipped in the U.S., this hotel was such a nice suite. I almost walked in and walked all the way around and was like, am I in the wrong room? <laughs> I was like, surely this is not my room. I mean, the whole beautiful view of Los Angeles, mm. the big old soaking tub. Y'all know I love a good hotel tub okay the big soaking tub and the shower this is when you're having like rich people problems you know what i'm <laughs> saying because most hotels be like you don't get both of these mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna get all in one or you're gonna get just one you're gonna get That's just right. a shower and get a tub at your house we don't care mm -hmm. but when they're like herein is a soaking tub where three people could fit in this tub herein is a shower where two people and a possible could also fit in the shower. Mm -hmm. I want to give a very special shout out to that. Did I record a video of myself in the room just to send to my family and friends? Yes. Stunting. Yes, I did. Because Stunting. I wanted, I just wanted to be like, this is real. It's not just me embellishing that it's amazing. I did a tour. Mm. I did a tour for the people. So shout out to the lodging. All right. I'd like to give, uh, Two special mentions after you just gave our our best lodgy our <laughs> best, best lodgy awards. We're we're doing best and worst lodgies. That's right, <laughs> best lodgy. So I like to give two special mentions to two things that uh, were cool experiences that I don't know that you're going to find a lot of places. One is a technology that was kind of popping up, but uh, it might have been unnecessary. But it was cool at first. That was the hotels that started putting little mini TV screens mm -hmm. in the mirror. Remember that? Man, that in the was bathroom? a time. That was a so time. So if you were in the bathroom and like like you watching the game, you could go and and here it is. It, it we all have you know phones and stuff on us now and the Wi Fi and iPads and there's plenty of what if you need to watch something 
and entertain yourself however long you're going to be in there, whether you're in the tub soaking or handling your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, pretty unnecessary. But I remember at first being like, whoa. Look, I remember taking like videos and pictures of sitting friends like, look at this, dude. And most of the time, let's be honest, most of the time it didn't work. It was just like fuzz. Right. That's and true. It was the, like very cool. But then you were like, is yeah, this working? That time has passed. How come I can't hear? So special shout out to that. Mm-hmm. Also special shout out to the hotel I was at in Montana. So in Montana uh, that I went into that the hotel was fine. Everything mm-hmm. was, it was just, you know, pretty good little hotel. But in the bar, this is the wildest thing I've still think I've ever seen. In the bar, they had what looked like a massive fish tank behind the bar with people dressed up as mermaids and mermen mm-hmm. swimming like just doing mermaid flips and swimming up to the glass and the whole tail, no feet thing. Wow. And mer- mermaids and mermen. I, I, I guess that's the wow. proper. I don't even know what the right. I, mer- I was like, mer- first people. I was, it, I was like, I don't know that you're going to run into a franchise of these. I don't know that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I also saw this in Chicago, feel, New York. I feel like the liability is high. High liability on this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty specialized group of people need to be able to hold your breath for a long time. Mm-hmm. Do something interesting enough in that like because it was fascinating. They they were artists. Those people doing that thing, I hope they paid those people. Right, right. But shout out to that. That's uh something that I may never see again. But that one time I saw it, whoa. That was very cool. Very cool. That was very cool. Like when you came home and told me about that, I was like, that is very cool. And Herein is another theme in what we have talked about on Road Stories that I feel as things have opened up again. And we've been able to now do some traveling, but not for work, not for gigs per se. Sometimes we travel just to go to a different location and and work on stuff or for client things. But it, it really does make a difference, like these types of experiences that you can have. And I think what I've enjoyed even though we've been on the road way less than we used to in this other season of life, now we get to pick some hotels because they're designed really well. And mm-hmm. we get to go and see like how they design this, how the architecture looks, or if it's a historic hotel, all those things. And sometimes we get to treat ourselves when we can, which isn't all the time, but when we can treat ourselves to just a nice hotel stay where you can have, where it can sort of feel like somebody else gets to take care of you a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I do enjoy those aspects of travel still. But now because we're traveling on our own reconnaissance, we get a chance to pick and choose where we're going, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the city we're going to, and where we're staying. (laughs) And when we're leaving. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. Because let's talk about... The ability to not take that red eye flight. Oh no! Back Please. home immediately after the gig. No, like sleeping in the next day, getting up. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. We're those people now. So best and worst Lodgy awards. <laughs> uh, we hope all of these places, even though we didn't tell you the exact location of them, they know who they are. They know. <laughs> all right. Tune in next week. Our last episode. We're going to tell you about what were our favorite gigs of all time. What were our best gigs ever? So we'll see y'all next week. Her with the 
Brown is produced by Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions as a part of the Seneca Women Podcast Network in partnership with iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.